Welcome back to Fair the Ink Well. Um, I have another pitch for you, Jim. Okay, let's hear it. Uh, so, this is an idea that my wife had while she was she, she had this really vivid dream and recounted it to me. So it went something like this: um, Her dream was set in Hawaii, in the volcanoes in Hawaii. Okay. And there is a school that occupies the volcano. <laughs> um, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure of the scale of this because this this um, seems like the Hawaiian volcano might not be the right setting. Anyway, um, through the series of caverns and 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 all of that, there's this school for very very wealthy people that send their their children to it. Okay. I don't think, uh, I don't think she told me what the, the purpose of the school was. So the purpose is up in the air, but the, the character is a young student or maybe, maybe two students who come from a family that live on the Island who are poor as dirt. And they have found a way they have like stolen a uniform and found a way to sneak their child into this prestigious school. And so they're living on the edge while their child goes to this school as a, an unaccounted for student. Okay. Yeah. That sounds so, pretty good. I think that was the entirety of the dream. I, I'd have to check my notes on this because I did write it, a lot of it down after she recounted it to me. But I thought, like, I mean, this this actually has elements... Um, of kind of a Harry Potter-esque mm. nature. Um, I think a lot of it would de- depend on what the purpose of the school was. But it also opens up the discussion for um, kind of a parallel in our society where, uh, you know, you can't afford to send your child to an Ivy League school. Mm. So, yeah. w- and, and and also, what's the difference? Mm-hmm. Like, what are they learning in those Ivy League, you know, super prestigious schools that we're not learning in a regular university or something like that? So I think it would be a very exotic setting, um, very kind of exclusive setting. And yeah. then yeah. and then the social disparity that, that would ensue, you know, and how would the uh, maybe the mannerisms like the, the young student would have to learn a whole set of new behaviors and mannerisms in order to fit in um, and not, not be identified or, you, you know, because if they were, if they were caught out, they would be kicked out and or worse. Yeah. And I, I don't, I, I don't think necessarily that would be the main plot, but that would definitely be a good subplot to have, you know, like this, the stress, the class structure, as far as when I say class, I mean, social class structure, Right. Uh, as far as they are like bottom of the barrel and yet they're pretending to be one of these elites. Right. Um, which by itself is kind of interesting, but uh, I'd be intrigued about like, why is this school located where it is and why is it so prestigious for really wealthy and elite people to send their right. kids to? Um, and why does this family want their kid to go to it so badly? That's interesting. That's well, and it, it kind of makes it makes me it reminds me of um, people like I, I don't know like kind of from the colonization of America when 
uh, the homesteading stuff was happening and all that, where you grew up on a farm traditionally, but your family would would spend every penny they had on a certain end of, on, on one of their children to send them to school for a better life. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. so it, it kind of has echoes of that. And it's just like, what is a better life? You know, yeah. like, cause you get the people in society today that are the, <laughs> I guess the kind of the hipsters that they, <laughs> they come from this affluent background and they're embracing primitive technology like they want to go back to that farm life why they've got all the money they could possibly like Mm -hmm. so it it kind of serves i think it would serve as a good contrast and you could set up a lot of uh you could you could also introduce a lot of cultural elements too that are um, specific or unique to the hawaiian islands Mm -hmm. um like because you have that kind of warrior Hawaiian warrior mentality where they do the the war dance and they roll their eyes and they like they do this posturing like maybe that's part of the school because they learn how to do that and you if you can't hold your own in the war dance maybe like that's a a big setting a big stage for the school it's just like oh so-and-so was really (laughs) dumb in their war dance or like their their war dance was really not impressive like you know it could be a, a really interesting thing. And then how does it change that child mm-hmm. to interface with their family? Because um, mm. maybe the child becomes too smart for the family and yeah. can and can no longer relate and just doesn't care for their company or something like that. But then the child has no money. Mm-hmm. So he can't even be a part of the social class that they are culturally a part of. Oh yeah. There's a lot of stuff you could do with that because now, at least poor people have each other and rich people have each other. But now you've taken this person out of one element and dropped them into another element and they have nobody yeah. like that. They, they, that is very interesting. Well, and and yeah. how would their friends react too? Because if you like in school where you've got a, a kind of a set setting, that's mm-hmm. one thing. But outside of that school, if you had a friend that's like, Hey, let's take the private jet over to this other place and <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's like, Oh yeah, I can fly with you on your family's private jet, but you can never fly with me on my family's private jet because we don't have one, you know, and they would never know that they wouldn't. And so does that make it so that the child wants to beg for money or. Yeah. Or maybe they become too prideful and say, no, I'll never take any attention from any of you. Right. Or they say like my family's jet is just, run of the mill you wouldn't like it <laughs> like it's it's normal you know it doesn't have this fancy bar that yours has it doesn't have this uh you know holographic interface or whatever that you know whatever it is so they're not masquerading so you got a poor person who's not masquerading as the elite but as the middle class elite you know <laughs> it's like it's like yeah you know i could invite you over to my jet but it's being cleaned right now and you don't want to be <laughs> You know, you don't want any part of it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. There would have to be a lot of subterfuge and Mm -hmm. obfuscation and, you know, the, just the constant fear of if this person got caught, what would happen to them and their family, you know, and if their family was native to the Island Mm -hmm. and they got caught, their family might get ousted from their ancestral grounds. Oh yeah. That wouldn't be good. Okay. I can see that. So there, and oh yeah, if there's had some kind of like, yeah, if there was like a connection, so there has to be some stakes, right? It's not just like the character 
moving through high school and stuff at, and trying to make a, a better life for himself, there's got to be like, what are the stakes of the school itself? You know, like why did, why is it so person? Why is it so important that, and that, and then, and you know, like people are supporting this kid and they're throwing everything they have into this kid to give him a, a quote, better life. But like, what is a better life? Right. You know, that's the, yeah. Well, and they would, they would have to, they would have to funnel all of their resources into the child to keep up appearances. Mm -hmm. But maybe like, maybe what it is, is the, uh, you know, there could be a thread of connection where because this child is native to the Island, they are like predisposed to be better at the war dance than Mm -hmm. anybody else in the school. Mm -hmm. Since all of the people that come from the school are outsiders. um, Maybe this child has, something from their family heritage that makes their war dance better. And so they become top of the class. And now they're in a pre- very precarious position because they're getting noticed by the administration. Mm. And yet there might not be a record of this character, like because they're sneaking into classes, they're sneaking around behind doors, you know, so the, the stakes are all or nothing for this person. Oh. And so that would create a lot of... Uh, a lot of mental stress, actually, yeah, now that I think about man. it. You know, and, and you could also have like an element where maybe the in, in fear of being ostracized, like the his family was keeping this all a secret from everybody, right, in, 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 in their community and stuff, because they're so afraid that as soon as their community finds out that, that they will be ostracized and the kid will be ostracized, but then the secret gets out and you come to find out that the community gets on board. They're right. like everybody now in the town that they live in, the oh. village, everything, everybody gets on board with this that, kid's masquerade. And, and you know, oh. if he interacts with them, then they begin to treat him in public anyway, like he is an elite person. And, you know, that they. Uh, so and I just I just had the, the, the plot twist and all that just flashed through my mind. So the, the whole community, his whole village gets behind him or her and the sham is discovered. Mm. And so when the, when the uh, enforcers come to remove the family from their, their home, the whole village comes out to do their war dance. Oh, wow. Okay. And then some bystander publicizes it. And so now the, the whole root cause of all of this with the, the child that's in the school is in the public eye. And mm. now you've got public support for somebody that may not have the money. And then that is a means of generating the money. And also it could complicate the character further down the road because maybe they get thrust into the public, into the limelight and they get all this support and they become wealthy. So now they can afford to go to the school and the school forgives them for their past, you know, trespasses because the school doesn't want to be, you know, the the school doesn't want to be the bad guy. And so now they are actually wealthy. So what, how does that affect the, how does that affect the character of the person? You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's a lot you can do with that. There's definitely something there. (laughs) <laughs> like as far as a character driven story about uh, one person's journey oscillating between rich and poor uh, 
and the worlds that they live in and the 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 behaviors of each people of, of, of each group of people well and it, it speaks also to traditional values too mm-hmm. like some traditional values are worth keeping others should be questioned you know um yeah i think uh and, and it doesn't necessarily have to be the hawaiian islands but that was what uh what was in my <laughs> wife's dream so that's what i wrote down but you know, it could be a different setting. Like it mm-hmm. could be, and it could also be a different uh, era too, you know, because what if this took place in the 1800s or what if this takes place in the future? Like it would affect, it would affect the story and it would affect the characters. But I think, um, I think ultimately the, the character choices would be the, what affects the story the most. Yeah. I don't, I see a lot of potential there. I see, uh, yeah, th- somebody could take this and actually, and actually write a, a, a whole series of books. Actually, yeah, it could be. It could be just like Harry Potter was, you know, what like freshman, sophomore, junior, and senior, whatever the British equivalents are. I don't know, but um, <laughs> and uh, uh, yeah, so all four of those years, that yeah, that's actually that's not bad. That's not bad at all. Yeah, and it, I think it also opens things up for social criticism, like you know, stratification and equal opportunity type discussions. Um, you know, and, and it doesn't have to have an, a fantastic or magic element or a science mm-hmm. fiction element. There, none of that needs to be there mm-hmm. in order to uh, to make this a valid story. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I mean, because exactly what you said a while ago, like people in the wild West spent all kinds of money to be able to send their kids to the school so that they would have an education and be trained to do something else, you know? And, um, you've got, you've got a lot of rags to riches stories, uh, there to pull from in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that was, uh, the pitch for today's episode. Right. And I guess we'll see you next time. All right. Fare the ink well.